Hi, this is Milton Pedraza, CEO of the Luxury Institute. Today I want to share the insights from a Luxury Institute white paper that we published recently entitled Seven Digital Luxury Myths That Are Choking Your Brand's Performance in 2022. Let me start by saying that it's clear that digital transformation is the hot project of the new decade. And COVID-19 has forced affluent consumers of all ages to embrace digital engagement and has accelerated emerging digital trends. However, Luxury Institute's 2022 research conducted with its global luxury expert network members indicates that luxury and premium goods and services brands are operating with some inaccurate assumptions. Here's a reality check that will help brand leaders to debunk the seven most dangerous digital myths that we have identified and empower those brand leaders to free their organizations from false beliefs that can damage their brands and their performance in 2022 and beyond. Let's start with the myths. Myth number one is the digital innovator myth. And that myth says that our brand is a true digital innovator in our industry. But here's the reality. To make clients feel good, and keep selling them digital services, many consultants and digital agencies proclaim that any basic client improvement is an innovation. And that's a false narrative that makes brand teams delusional and complacent. Creating a website and developing strong e-commerce capabilities is not innovation. And becoming digital in all its new commoditized forms is not an innovative achievement. Brands that confront that reality head on and quickly learn that competitors always adopt the same technology from copycat vendors who sell their clients best practices along with their software, which means that everybody has the same technology and is executing the same best practices. And that's not innovation. For brands that want to be true innovators, they need to completely reinvent the industry rules or industry business models to their advantage. However, game-changing innovation is rare. So what brands need to do, most brands, is to focus on making smart, adaptive, agile improvements and execute them cheaper, faster, and better than the competition. To do that, brands must earn customer trust because they need to access the most predictive data, master the skill of top-tier analytics, plus they need to deploy maximum creativity across the organization, and they need to do all of that with emotional intelligence, and that's how you generate competitive advantage. This mindset empowers brands to consistently generate ever-improving, profitable, extraordinary employee and customer experiences over major time frames, over major time intervals, over several years. I'll repeat that true innovation is rare, but executing brilliantly daily in the moment to gain that competitive advantage is what most often wins the game in luxury. Myth number two. The first-party data collection myth, which says that since traditional digital data collection practices are under assault, and they are, 
The best ways for our brand to collect first-party customer data are sweepstakes and contests, oh, and surveys. The reality is that a recent Wall Street Journal article reported that brands and their agencies are desperate to figure out how to collect data in a post-cookie, privacy-regulated world. The traditional customer data collection model that used onerous and coercive terms of service is dead. It will die within the next couple of years. They just don't know it. Brands and agencies assume that now they have to settle for first-party data crumbs gathered with 1980s methods such as sweepstakes and contests, polls and surveys. An entire attic and martech ecosystem that has been addicted to unethically and illegally exploiting consumers to collect data is now looking for solutions in the old paradigm, reverting to using inefficient and ineffective old tools. Reality is that trustworthy brands, brands that consumers trust, can now go directly to consumers to license data legally and ethically for fair value. What a concept. Go straight to the customer for the data. That simple solution, which should have been adopted decades ago, seems too simple and elegant for the vendors who are fully invested in surveillance capitalism to grasp. However, your brand is not invested in the unethical past. You must create the future and the future of customer relationships. Reality is that rather than being led by your vendors, you brand executives need to control your own destiny and leverage the new paradigms of data trust and data licensing to maximize performance. Myth number three is the inappropriate data outreach myth, which says that even if we, augur, even if we offer legal protections and fair value rewards for our customers' data, it's inappropriate for true luxury brands to ask their customers to license data from them. We can't do that. Here's the reality. The luxury industry can often work against its best interests in the short term. It took the industry a long time to embrace sustainability, rap music, sneakers, women's rights, and racial diversity and justice. It took forever, and some brands still haven't caught on. And now some brand executives are assuming it's not appropriate for a luxury brand to ask its valued customers to license their highly descriptive and predictive data. In the USA, in surveys, two-thirds of affluent consumers said that they're willing to license digital platform data, their Google, Facebook, Instagram, etc. data, that they own to brands that they trust for fair value rewards. And the key operating word there is trust. So now is the time to build deeper, mutually loyal customer relationships by adding this new relationship dimension of sharing data for fair value. And that's the only way that you're gonna deliver true personalization by having that rich, descriptive and predictive data. The current practice of acquiring data from questionable third parties is no longer moral, ethical, or legal. Trusting relationships are the key to data access in 2022. Myth number four is the transaction data myth, which says that 
our transaction data is the most predictive data for scoring customers on lifetime value and propensity to buy. But here's the reality. True, historical transaction data has predictive power. That said, post-sale data does not reveal anything about the path to purchase or the relevant behaviors that led to the transaction or what behaviors that you can understand about the customer can lead to future purchases. Today, vendors and brands guesstimate path to purchase and lifetime value. And sadly, they fail miserably given the poor quality of the data that they use, that they source. Social and digital platform data, such as a customer's Google data, historical data of Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Amazon data, where consumers now buy more, combined with direct brand transaction data, when you combine them, you can generate massive improvements in conversion rates and lifetime value metrics. Brands can now request and access that data directly from consumers. But don't expect vendors who are stuck in the past or invested in the old paradigm of exploiting consumers to tell you that. Because in many cases, it's not that they don't want to tell you, they just don't know that the world has changed. Myth number five. It's the data cooperative myth that says that, hey, you know what? It's highly beneficial for our brand to join a data cooperative and freely share our precious customer data with our competitors. Here's the reality. Data cooperatives were created for the mail order catalog era. That era pretty much has passed. There are three critical reasons why it's a loser's game to participate today. First, in data co-ops, the precious first-party data that you've gathered and the insights as a major brand that you've generated, you're giving those away to your competitors. And you're giving them the ability in that co-op to pick away at your customer base. The bigger you are, the worse it is for you. Second, the data that that brand has collected on the customer belongs to customers too. You may not know it, but customers own their data as well. Companies and cooperatives are not getting informed consent from customers to share that data. Claiming that it's anonymous data is bogus. The law is about to change and brands may soon be liable for sharing that second party data with other brands. It's not okay. Third, and most importantly, your brand can now go directly to valued customers, legally and ethically, and license the most descriptive and predictive data on the planet, which is digital platform data from Google, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. You may not be aware, but customers own and can now easily download that data. This makes customer data co-ops and data sharing schemes with other brands and co-ops totally counterproductive for your brand, obsolete, and it may not even be legal. Number six, the unbiased algorithms myth, which says that our vendors and our data scientists say and are confident that we deploy unbiased algorithms. Here's the reality. Algorithms are created by biased humans. You can't help it. 
and they use biased data. There are no risk-free algorithms in business. That doesn't exist. Now, once brands understand this reality, they can take steps to dramatically manage and mitigate the risks. Brands must minimize negative algorithm effects and be ethical and legally compliant as regulators, consumer advocates, and lawyers begin to take legal action. And you can see it. Legal action is being taken against all the digital platforms on all levels. One of the major ways that algorithms become biased is due to the inaccurate, ill-gotten third-party data that is used. A lot of that data is only 40% accurate. 40%. You could get it right by tossing dice or even doing a roulette table because some of those accuracies are at the level of 2%. So that's why brands must go directly to consumers to access the most authentic, unbiased, descriptive, and predictive data. But even then, even with the best data available, marketing actions driven by algorithms may be sexist or racist or prejudiced and may exclude certain members of society from benefits that they're entitled to. Biased pricing, where you might be overpricing your loyal customers, may become illegal. So the best way for a brand to protect itself from inexperienced, biased algorithms created by biased vendors and internal data scientists, although they have good intentions, but all humans are biased, is to have an independent team of data and analytics and legal experts who monitor your data, oversee the algorithm development processes, and track the results of marketing campaigns. You can call this an algorithm audit. Algorithm audits by independent parties, and we at Luxury Institute conduct those, are a critical set of risk reduction tools in the age of AI. Myth number seven, the metaverse opportunity myth. That myth says that the metaverse is the next massive, most major opportunity in the luxury industry. So let's put this into perspective. The media and the pundits are outdoing each other right now with gargantuan estimates of the size of the metaverse in the future. If all those projections were true, people would wind up spending more than half their lives in the metaverse, and that's not going to happen. The reality is that most people young and old, will be mostly immersed in life-enhancing, and this is important, digitally-enabled experiences in the real world, not the metaverse in all its forms. Even my teenage son is forgetting about Fortnite and all those games because he prefers the real world, and we're seeing that lower use of digital by young people who are growing up. So we predict that since all humans, especially the young, crave and need real human interaction to survive and thrive, it's a human innate need, the metaverse will be, at best, a tempered part of their lives. It'll be a great experience, but only for a small part of the time. So plan for the growth of the emerging metaverse, and you can sell products in it, you can do all kinds of things in it, build stores in it, do whatever you think is the most optimal way to approach the metaverse. But invest most of your brand building resources, your digital resources, in the real 
again, digitally powered and enhanced world. In the luxury and premium industry, it's easy to buy into predictions from false prophets and armchair quarterbacks with failed track records who deliver them with confidence, with rant and bravado. And so you have to believe them, right? No, you don't. Often luxury and premium brand executives buy into the lore and myths that have no factual or empirical basis. What we recommend is you examine these myths that we put out here, developed by your peers, review the reality, and make up your own mind. Because your brand performance and your destiny depend on it in 2022. This is Milton Pedraza, CEO of the Luxury Institute. I'll see you on the next podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you.